from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It's like in golf. What is that, a gimme? Is that what that's called? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, what, you're five feet out from the... Wait, what is... No, wait. When is, a, when is it acceptable <laughs> to, to just you. give you the putt? <laughs> when is it acceptable? Uh, usually inside the, the tape of your putter handle. Correct. Correct. Inside the leather, which some people interpret to be the entire putter. Uh, <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> and a lot of my friends, honestly. That would definitely be me. That would absolutely be me. All right, let's answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked the dog, uh. Hey Joe, brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards, oakcitycards.com. From Philip. hey Joe, did Hurley in his press conference last night throw shade at UNC with the did it without cheating comment. Well, here is uh, here is Dan Hurley, head coach of UConn, after winning the national championship last night, beating San Diego State in dominating fashion. Uh, and here's here's the clip. I'm just mostly proud of the way that we've done it and with the type of people that we've done it, the way we, you know, recruit young players, develop young players. Um, you know, we, we do it without cheating. We do it without... Uh, without lying, um, you know, it's, it's truly been building a program and a culture. Um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky I have the best coaching staff in the country that attracts these incredible, you know, types of players. Hmm. I, I don't think that, no, it's not a shot at UNC. It almost feels like a shot at teams that have gotten players out of the portal. Even though I saw Naheem Aleem from Virginia Tech playing for him last night. Look, I really like Danny Hurley. Yeah, like yeah. I really, really like him, and I, I and guess he runs hot. Not as hot as he used to, but he runs yeah, hot. I mean, I have I have so much respect for him. I, I don't know he got seemed like he got caught up in a moment there. I, I don't know what that's all about. Um, but I do have a tangential question for you. When he was growing up, he was Danny. When when his brother was growing up, he was Bobby. Mm-hmm. But now we have to call him Dan. I don't know. Like at what point it was because we saw this with Bobby Knight too, where he didn't want to be called Bobby anymore. Of course, you certainly couldn't call him Knight. Yeah, which got the the Indiana student slapped and got him fired. Yeah, I don't know because Danny Hurley's now fifty. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So I guess I, I guess I could answer. W- were you ever Joey? Joey. Yeah. I mean, my sister still does. Okay. See, that's a line of demarcation. The people I grew up with. I yeah, guess. I'm would in still the, say Joey. I'm in the same boat with you in that there's a line of demarcation as to how long you've known me. If you call me Joey, well, then you've known me since childhood. You probably grew up with me in South Florida. When I moved here in 1995 and I wrapped up high school my junior and senior year at Cardinal Gibbons, maybe I was referring to myself as Joe, and it stuck, or there were some people who were like, I'm not calling you Joey. What's and your name? Joe. Joe. Yeah. I just kept it simple. I don't know. But people still call me Joey. I call him Danny. Yeah. But now it's... My dad still calls me Joey. Yeah. And that's fine. And always will. If you look at old stuff from school, you see me having it signed Joey. And again... And shout out to the people who think that referring to me as Joey is some sort of like, okay, Joey. I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. That's my name. <laughs> like, cool. It's a thing. Same with the ovaries thing, which, by the way, my sons are now learning. Like, you know, especially my older son, he's in high school. So now if, like, other kids want to. It's the go-to insult. It's like the go-to insult. I'm like, dude, I said, you know what's even worse? Imagine being 44 years old and having another grown-ass man act as though calling me ovaries for the first time it's like oh oh you know man i've never heard that before i just came up with this whoa ovaries and gigolo giggles 
That's another personal Giggles. favorite of mine. Yeah. yeah, Giggles is a good one. Those are Carolina fans, just so you know. I yeah, feel like your, I may have done that at... to both of you when I was in my early 30s. I'm not sure though. <laughs> yeah, let's well, go Twitter search. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna discuss <laughs> we're gonna discuss that in a little bit. Actually, uh, but we'll get to that in a little uh, in, in, in around 3:45. Next up, I got proposition. Oh, for you. To, to, to real real quick before you uh, ask that question, back to Danny Hurley and who he's referring to. It reminds me of when Wisconsin got beat by yeah. Duke in 2015. I can't remember the coach's name now off the top of my head. Who was the Wisconsin coach at that yeah, time? It was the old guy. Bo. Bo Ryan. Bo Ryan. Bo Ryan. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. And he made some reference to, like, we don't have one any one-and-dones. Yeah. You know, all my guys were organically grown USDA-certified college basketball players. Right. right. And, like, Mike DeCourcy, the sporting news, was defending Bo Ryan. I'm like, nah, it was sour grapes, dude. You got beat. Either you get with the game or you don't. And maybe that's what Dan Hurley was re- referencing. But, look, man, you can you can play that game as long as you want. Eventually, you're going to not succumb, but you're going to be a part of that as you become a successful program. Dan Hurley's just getting going at UConn. That's the wild part. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So we'll see. Anyway, next up. I got a proposition for you. I thought I was just channeling his inner Eddie Guerrero. Maybe, maybe. From Daniel, hey, Joe, what is something your younger brother has achieved or could achieve that would top some of your biggest accomplishments? Well, I mean, for me, that's easy. I mean, my brother has been part of the SLS. He works for Boeing. He's he's an, he's an aeros. He's, he's literally rocket engineering. So these Artemis plans and all that stuff, my brother's part of designing those systems so yeah yeah he's already got you he's got me like what what can i tell him oh i like back-ended my way into a regional emmy you did cool i finished the beer mile in 10 minutes that was also one of your better accomplishments that is what, actually that is my greatest athletic achievement but yeah i can't say oh you see that rocket that's about to go <laughs> around the moon yeah 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 yeah. i'm, I'm part of that so i, I can't top that <laughs> anyway your sister's doing anything better than you? Uh, always. Always. Always? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next up. How you doing? They're older, though. That's true. From 910Biz, hey, Joe, with the success of the outdoor game for hockey and Dreamville concert, what else could Raleigh and Durham add so we can invite our friends to town? Hey, Joe, where's the fun? Where's the fun? What would you like to see, Brad? What, what would be an, another event that we could bring to Raleigh? Did you go to the outdoor game? I I didn't, and I was down on it because it was gonna be so crazy. I'm not a crowds person, okay. Mm-hmm. So I watched it, and it was quite a spectacle. Apparently, it looked amazing on television, and they played great, mm-hmm. which yeah. also helps. Uh, and by all accounts, it went off amazingly well. So <laughs> traffic. I did hear that. I drove. Yeah. I was on my way to Hillsboro to oh, play okay. ho- or to play hockey with my son, and it was two o'clock, and there were people backed up the exits on yeah. forty. Yeah, and it, yeah, it, it, it was, was pretty. It was pretty brutal. 
But I did hear stories of people getting it in 25 minutes, so I think there were secret pathways that people had. Can we get our own Field of Dreams game played here? You know where how they're we, doing that in Iowa? Where would you play it? Well, just have, a, have them play a pro game at uh, the DBAP. What about the original DAB? Or the, the actual, original DAB. The original Durham Athletic Park. Playing a tobacco field? I mean, there have been there have been some... Uh, I know Luke DeCock of the News and Observer had, had kind of chimed in on this in one of his columns about what Tom Dundon wants to do with PNC Arena. And the idea of the Frozen Four was floated, and that would be an interesting, cool event that could take place here. But honestly, I want more outdoor games. I want to. I want to see it done again. Uh, and maybe you take it to another football stadium. You know, maybe maybe you go to Keenan. Maybe you go to Bank of America Stadium. But that would be outside the triangles. So you don't want to see that. Can we get the World Cup here? No. No. Actually, I would like to see, again, this is another idea that's been floated around. I would like to see the ACC tournament played back here. Sure. You can, there's no reason why you can't do it at PNC Arena. But anyway, next up. Whoa. From Mark, hey, Joe, which November basketball tournament would you rather cover, the Maui Invitational or the Battle for Atlantis? So the Battle for Atlantis is in the Bahamas. I'd rather go to Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii. So if we can... Now, was this the, isn't even really a question, is it? Well, that was the Maui Invitational, the first thing that got people interested in going to Hawaii for the no. first time, or was it that golf tournament? The Century Tournament of Champions. That's what it was. <laughs> and the Sony. Like, man, people are really going to want to go to Hawaii because of this golf tournament. Joe doubts that golf tourism is a real thing. And that watching no, those golf, golf tournaments is. isn't something that people are like, oh, it, I want to go do that. It's definitely a thing, but it only caters to us. The subset of that's, golfers, right? That's yes. fair. Yes, golf golf tourism is when I see the Robert Jones trail on a Raycom broadcast. That's golf tourism. Makes Hawaii you is, go to Alabama, does it? <laughs> I mean, there's how many holes of golf are down there at the Robert Trent Jones? <laughs> whatever. There's a lot, right? There's like 128 or something like that. Hawaii is Hawaii. <laughs> I hear some slight conduct condensation there in your voice brad when you say makes you want to go hang out in alabama i mean <laughs> i've been to that part of the country the golf is not great that's oh i thought it was about golf all i thought it just means more same. okay no, yeah. i thought it means more anyway all right next up it means more from joseph hey joe y'all reference coffee a bunch what's your go-to coffee Oh, you want to handle this one, Brad? Well, Do we want to get into this well, let's, one? Let's answer the question first, and then we'll get Brad's okay. take on this. Um, I know you've been on that Dunkin' Midnight lately. I It has surpassed the Starbucks French Roast really? on my big board. Yes. Interesting. I love it. I like that Midnight. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm a fan of it. Um, now my go-to. What is the Captain Dickinson? Is that the, uh, yeah, yeah. the Pete's? I like I, that as well. I, I, I stick with counterculture uh, out of Durham. And of course you do. What? They're a local roaster. They make good stuff. I'm a big fan of the, There's what's the one? Fast Forward and then Hologram. How got, could it be your go-to if you don't even know the name of it? Well, because I buy them based on, I buy the bags and I grind them at home. <laughs> it is what it is. Old school. Now, as far as like when I'm out somewhere? Yes. Dunkin's the go-to. Okay. Dun Dunkin' regular coffee to me is still the best, like, just straight up, let me go get coffee. And you drink coffee the right way. You drink black coffee. I drink black coffee. If I want to splurge, then I go to Jubala or black and white coffee out in um, out in Wake Forest. Shout out to Pine State as Actually, well. Actually, the best coffee would be your mom's Cuban coffee because she can make the real deal. She can make the real deal, and she has the way of, oh, that actually has me thinking now uh, for content. Um, so, Brad, you've been very quiet on this. I've heard a lot about this thing you call coffee. You've never had coffee. I've never had coffee in my life. 
I, uh, You're a full grown ass adult. How is this possible? You've never sipped it. You've never tried. You've never it. even been like, hey. Never tried it. What's the earliest tea time you've ever had? Uh, six twenty. He was on the tour. Like, okay, no, no, you no, got no, away, right? no. I'm curious. I'm just curious what your <laughs> earliest tea time was. So, what do you do to perk up? I used to drink a lot of diet coke. Okay. Before I got heart problems. So now, yeah. now I'm off caffeine. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, I'm caffeine free for about a year now, but no, I've never had coffee. My parents drank it. I just never. So you rather would drink Diet Coke than coffee? Correct. But Interesting. Now, but now I do nothing. Now you do nothing. Ask okay. me about PB&Js. So hold up. <laughs> Dennis. We're on the I, same wavelength Dennis, right I now. Dennis, I think I found somebody who has weirder food hold takes up. than you do. No, hold up, hold I, up. I've, I can count on one hand the number of times I've had coffee. But you've tried it, though. Yeah, I've but tried, you tried it. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. If you tell me yeah, I've tried yeah, coffee, like I don't like it, I've moved on with I my life, that. totally get that. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here like, oh, well, you've never had good coffee. No, I get it. I can see why people don't like coffee. But to, you've never had it is mind-boggling to me. I, I don't know what else It's to say. readily available at all times, <laughs> everywhere you go. I get and now it. You, now you bring up PB&J. You you've, never, you've never had a... You've never had a, in Canada in a minute. You've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Never. Were you not a child? I was a child. And you never just had it? I had egg salad sandwiches, Joe. Okay, but at some point... How did uh, your parents? Dennis doesn't like mayo. So uh, he might I, I'm not a mayo guy. Either. I don't like jelly. So, so they never bothered. I've had one PB and J. I don't like jelly. But again, he's Dennis has tried okay. it. <laughs> you might not like jelly. I get it. At least he's tried it. It's like when Tom Brady said, "I've never had a strawberry." You're full of crap. Were you not a child? Were you not in a daycare? Were you not during wait. snack time? Of course, you tried a strawberry once. Oh wait, I'm kind of into this because Dennis, when is your birthday? June 22nd. When is your birthday, Brad? November 9th. Okay. Yeah, yeah there goes right. your theory. All right. <laughs> there goes your theory. Any other ridiculous foods, food opinions or things you haven't had yet? It's not an opinion, though. It's just <laughs> I haven't had it. Do you do steak? Uh, yeah, off and on. You ever had gout? Not good. I've never had gout. Yes. No. Steak and beer are the two main triggers of gout. And I have a lot of steak and beer. And I had it once or twice, okay. and it's awful. So. What about scurvy? Have you ever dealt with scurvy? No, I have fruits and vegetables. Okay. Yeah. Gets a lot of vitamin C. doesn't look like it. But. <laughs> you salty sea dog? <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about now on a pirate ship. All right. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. That's Brad Frisch, semi-retired professional golfer. He's hanging out in the studio with us because it's finally Masters Week. Although I feel like it's time for Brad to admit something. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Brad Frisch, semi-retired professional golfer, hanging out with us in studio. All right, so Brad, as a as a professional, do you have people that will tweet at you? Because you're online, you're, you're you're fairly online, and you know we see Kevin Durant go after people like he's extremely online. Have you decided to like mix it up? Like somebody's watching watching you on the Corn Ferry tour, and they're just like. This guy, and they tweet at you. If you're like dusted it up, 
I'm sure I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in my younger days, what, late 20s, early 30s, when social media was in its infancy and, sure. and behavior was probably not uh, regulated by your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a new thing. Makes sense. I'm sure I have. I think you have something queued up for me, I bet. No, I don't have anything no? queued up for Oof. you. No, I'm not going to do anything like that. I'm not going to pull up. I'm not going to. I'm not one of these people that, that does a Twitter search to see if I can find anything problematic. I was. Um, I would pop off mostly about the teams that I cheer for yeah. and their opponents. I see. So I remember once uh, Montreal Canadiens were playing Ottawa in a playoff series. It was very intense. There was a line brawl. I believe the words gutless pukes were t- <laughs> tweeted by me. Um, I got a lot of feedback on that Yeah, from Montreal fans, as Carolina Hurricanes fans know. Montreal Canadiens fans can be the worst. Okay, so let's let's explore that because this is actually what I'm getting at. Uh, you being uh, a Canadian and you being a Senators fan, and you're a little bit more immersed with that culture than I ever have been. Okay, Montreal has a real hard time with Kokinemi. Mm-hmm. Really hard time. And Kokinemi recently did an interview where he talked about what it's like to play here, and he didn't say anything that's wrong. Essentially, he said, yeah, playing in the Carolinas and how the media doesn't get after you too much. You can kind of live in peace. You can focus on the game. And when you win, they love you or whatever. And he's right. I mean, for as long as I've been around doing this, um, we've never truly Adam been... Gold would never make it in Montreal. No. Because he's not critical enough of the no, NHL Adam, team. Adam is critical, but not critical in the way that they are in Toronto sure. or Montreal. I remember talking to somebody in the Canes organization years ago about Eric Stahl. And, like, Eric Stahl was annoyed at some of the coverage that he was getting during the lean years post-2009, okay? And that person relayed to me, if he thinks it's tough here, imagine doing this in Toronto. You want to talk about harsh, being discussed unfairly or whatever. This is nothing. People are actually kind of fair here in this market. But Montreal fans were like, see, this is why he's soft, you don't have a winner's attitude. I'm like flabbergasted. He hasn't been in the Montreal organization now for two years, and they're still talking about that dude up there. Why? Just a disappointment that the number three overall pick that year uh, didn't work out. Yeah. They see who was picked number two. Yeah. Sveshnikov. Yeah. They see two hours down the road, Brady Kachuk. He's our he's our captain. Okay. He's our leader, and. Montreal decided to take Kokiniemi. That's really hard to say on radio, by the way. Um, <laughs> I got used to it. And, you know, I watch him play, and there's something there that can be developed, and they certainly hope so with an eight-year contract, right? Mm-hmm. But there, there's a lot there to work with, I think, and I think he's going to be fine. And, and I did see the interview, and I saw I read about the first ten comments underneath mm-hmm. the tweet. Oh, no, a, you read the comments? Brad's I, extremely online, dude. I read my own comments sometimes, which is a mistake. Yeah. I get a little upset but i don't fire back i just yeah go and cry, internalize cry it. myself to sleep on my huge <laughs> pillow um but i read the first 10 comments it seemed like they were all from montreal fans of course it was and they were uber critical of him and you know never gonna make it and he's so soft like you said and uh, i i think that most of it is generated from we got nothing from that draft pick and around him were chosen two franchise players. I mean, he ain't the first, he ain't the last. There's a lot of dudes who haven't washed out, you uh, know? Yes, but they're also in a period of awful hockey. Yeah, there and is And they that. definitely could use a guy who can score 30. In the pandemic, though, they were in the final. 
They were. Oh no! A, we're, I just walked. I just walked into a standard conversation, didn't I? That was a very oh, unusual. The year. Canadians have a have. A they're, they're North Carolina. Yeah. Well, they it's have like a what, even it, though they haven't won that, they're Notre Dame is what they are. It's. I'm, I'm sure that ninety three is the last yeah. time they won it. I'm sure that Jim Rutherford, the general manager of Vancouver, is probably wishing he could be back in Carolina with the way things are going up in Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver's a pretty nice place to live. It's a nice place to live, <laughs> but they're roasting his ass yeah, for how things have been going out. They like, put a, what do you like to tell me, Joe? What's that? That's what the money's yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim, Jim's getting paid handsomely. <laughs> got his this. name on the cup a couple of times. So you're you you're hockey guy. You got some beef with some of the things that we were saying hockey wise around here. Maybe even other sports takes. When was this? I don't know, man. Back in back on Twitter, like you came you came into my radar because I guess you were listening, and I guess you had some issues with some things that we said. I'm like, oh wait a minute, this is actual professional golfer. Don't yep. you ha- don't you have like aren't you on the driving range? You got more important things to do than tweet like some sports radio dudes. I was always, uh, you know, four hours at the course and then come home. So uh, I had lots okay. to do. Okay. No, one thing that I did, <laughs> and it didn't involve you. Uh-huh. I believe it was Luke DeCock. We've never met, mm-hmm. and I believe he clapped back at me but didn't use my name mm. i think it was he should know better because he's in the business uh-huh. but i felt that he wrote about the hurricanes way back when when they were doing poorly mm-hmm. like he almost wanted them to leave it felt like that to me now it was just my opinion mm. i wasn't a hurricanes fan at the time it just felt like that and but i have an overall perspective on media that Sports aren't super important in the grand scheme of life, so we shouldn't be running people out of jobs. Not that you do, but I don't think it's important to be super critical of anything at any time in in sports. That's just my thing. That's why I'll never be a radio host. Uh, (laughs) You do radio? I do do radio. You say you do radio. But the, the station that I do radio on is actually partners with the team. Which is is something that we were going to, I was going to bring up. Like, how would that feel if you were in a business arrangement with the Carolina Hurricanes? You wouldn't be able to talk freely about them. Well, we are in a business relationship with the Carolina Hurricanes. We're their flagship. Adam's part of their radio broadcast. We're 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 in that we're that we're in that we're in that a little bit different because we're not owned by the. Yeah, okay. It is different up in up in Ottawa, smaller market. Yeah. Well, then I would hope it was run like the Carolina Panthers, who have the Darren Gantz of the world who are perfectly okay with criticizing some things that happen. So look, when you don't make the playoffs for 10 years, I agree. you're opening yourself up to some criticism. I, I was saying I was here and I'm glad they're doing yes. way better. Indeed. Indeed. That's Brad Frisch, semi-retired professional golfer for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.